possible. CDW makes it powerful. Learn more at cdw.com slash Dell client. The biannual blowout is just a week away, and we've got a lot of work to do. Keenan's Rug Emporium is rolling out a Labor Day bonanza. He needs 10 new sales associates as the crowds loom large. Someone run a stock check on all the Moroccan 8x10s? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Jay, who do you the get lawyer. mistaken for? He used to get Cisco back in the day, which Cisco. is not a good look. I don't know if that's a... I used to get Jim Rome back in the day because he had a goatee and so did I. It's as simple as that. No, you're Mike Greenberg. Talking Now I get Mike Greenberg. Back then I got I got Jim Rome. I, was just yeah, doing... I guess you could get a Jim Rome. People that... They just know casual. sports. He had yeah. a goatee. I had a goatee yeah. at the time. So, you know, with the connecting cyborgs. White sideburns. dudes, yeah. goatee, right. running right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. can see that. Athletically, I've got mistaken for Andrew Bynum many years ago. Bynum? How much weight did you know. put on? Right. Damn. Yeah, just Andrew Frohawk. He stood huh? about six or and, seven and feet. Andrew Bynum, the Frohawk. I've been mistaken for T.O. years ago, oh, mistaken for Michael Irvin. T.O. makes more sense than Bynum to no, me. No, but he looks nothing no, like T.O. G.J. and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 1003 is the way to chime in to the up family chiropractic phone line. All our guests come that way as well. Coming up at 115, Rafael Esparza will join us at 215. Marlon Favorite, the latest on John Emery, his possible suspension. Looks like he is going to be suspended. Uh, from the LSU Tigers, a possible starter being named soon. We'll touch on that. And then at 230, John Hendricks, fresh from practice today. On uh, some of the observations, and again, the main storyline to me, at least heading into this week already, right now, seems to be the bumps and bruises. We are in that, that point in camp, and, and you do have a lot of little, you know, nicks and bruises and things of that nature that you have to, you have to kind of battle through. And that is because Taysom Hill, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, um, Dwayne Washington, PJ Williams, Chris Hansen, Cesar Ruiz, Taco Charlton, James Hurst, Adam Troutman, among the players that many did not see at practice today. And many reports last night that the Saints waived. Uh, John Parker Romo, the kicker, running back, Divine Azigbo, and the quarterback, KJ Costello, who never did get into action back on Friday. Speaking of Friday, we'd love to hear your thoughts. It is our question of the day. At ESPN Radio, Nola's the way to chime in via social media, or you can call us at 800-998-1003. On the upper cervical family chiropractic phone line, I want to know, who's got your game ball? Who has Pat on the back? And did anybody play so well that you're going to put him on the bench? Seat next to Coach. Did somebody play that bad in your mind? Did you? And and look, he played solidly and made the touchdown grab. 
right? But I'm not giving Chris Olave the game ball. I'm giving him the pat on the back. Not because I don't think he's deserving. He's the only one to score the touchdown. I got it. Beautiful play. Kevin Harlan with the call. Book is back. Blocked by the tight end. Vanette to the end zone. Caught for the touchdown. Chris Olave. One of the all-time great touchdown receivers in Big Ten history. Comes up with a 20-yard touchdown reception. The first-round pick out of Ohio State. Comes up with a big grab. On the throw by the quarterback, Ian Book. And again, what I love about that play, and again, he's meriting of the game ball. So I ain't give it to him. I'm going to get that in a second. Um, but when you look at that play, he's inside the numbers. There's three Packers there. I know one Packer is covering Callaway. But there's essentially four yellow helmets, two gold helmets. Callaway. And also Alave. And he has the inside, I guess, the, the back side of his body facing the sideline. And what impressed me so much about that play and that touchdown and that score was him realizing that Book's running out and just, just finding a space and then just finding where to go with the ball. And you see his head just turn and go in that spot, and he sees where he's going. But he has his head back. Towards the quarterback, but his hips and body just start moving in different directions to get to that front right pylon. And then the throw isn't to the inside, which is how his body is going. Right? The inside of his body is towards the middle of the field. Ian throws it to the right pylon, which forces Chris Olave to turn while running the old hip drill. And, and face now towards the sideline. And then he reaches out with two hands and snags. I mean, it's a magnificent play. Because you see the things that we were talking about specifically about him. The body control. It looks effortless. And look, believe me, I am by no means comparing myself to Chris Olave, but my foot is sore from running in the media game yesterday, and I just tried to make one plant. This guy is doing it. Um, but you see why. You see why so much excitement about him. He covers... Those 15, 20 yards so quickly. There's three players in an area. He finds the space, can move his body effortlessly while he's still working downfield, while his head is back towards the quarterback, and then can snag the ball and gets in the end zone. Has football field awareness, knows where the field is, knows where the pylon is. Just There's like seven things he does on that play that I'm telling you a lot of receivers just can't do or don't do. And in it's a great play because it's it, it's kind of my point to Roy and everybody else is a little nervous about Jameis. He doesn't have to be perfect. That's why I'm not giving the game ball and I'm not thinking that, hey, book, you scored a touchdown. No. Uh, again, if you look at it, pause it. Pause it when he releases and he's wide open. If that's a bullet throw, how he's running, he's going to catch it with his middle of the body facing the middle of the field. The ball is thrown to the front right pylon. So the guy was running towards the end zone, north and south, has to kind of then go towards the right front pylon. Now he's running, you know, horizontally towards the sideline. Body's going one way, quarterback throws it the other way. He adjusts, makes the play, gets in the end zone. That's my point. 
you got a guy like that that just just put the ball somewhere in that vicinity. He's going to go make that catch. I think Landry's like that. I think Michael Thomas is like that. That that's going to help your quarterback if they can just make the right decision and put in that vicinity. And as we said on Friday, just fine twelve. Just fine twelve. West Bank Rick, I'm going to get to you right after you hear from Chris Olave on his touchdown. We kind of got a different coverage. Uh, I've never seen that before, but I uh, just try to get to my space uh, at a time, time clock in my head. So I uh, just try to get to my space uh, before that time uh, runs out. And, uh, I got there and booked through a great ball. Uh, it, was a, it was a great uh, offensive call at, at the end of the day. I love what he said there. It was a coverage he hadn't seen. <clears throat> and all he does is adjust to it, find the open space, West Bank Rick, and, and get into the end zone. How about that? My man says, I, I hadn't seen that coverage. <laughs> <laughs> but but he knew what to do with it. I just again, I you can't coach that, huh, West Bank Rick? Hello. <laughs> That's all I can say that he's doing. He is playing football. He saw something that wasn't right, and he went and found the open space, mm-hmm. gave his uh, quarterback a um, a gap where he could throw it at. Um, That's just like you say, great adjustment. Um, you hear the point where he said he had a time clock in his head. Yeah. So he's counting how fast he needs to hurry up and get to that spot. So, man, that's that's good to know that, you know, getting a little inside thought on it. Hey, hey Gus, I wanted yeah, to ask, did you mm-hmm. did you win or lose? Team Black lost. I think it was like 33-14 or something of that nature. Look, first off, it was a stacked team. And I'm not, I'm not disrespecting my team at all, but, I mean, look, when, when you have Fazan so at quarterback. The with Ross then, huh? Yes, I was with Ross Jackson, who played real. I, that, by the way, Ross got some speed, like gazelle-like. That dude's covering ten yards in like three steps. I mean, it's, it's, he has. He used to. Go ahead. He used to be on the special team, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he said that, right? I, I, I didn't realize he had a kind of. Now I know he did, man. He's um, he's got some speed, but um, there's like five dudes that like play, like either rec soccer or flag football tournaments. I mean, I haven't played flag football since Southern Miss in the Murals. 2000 and whatever. No, not, not 2000. 1997. Sorry. 1997. Uh. I'm talking about competitively, right? So, nah, man, look, it was fun. Um, it, it, it is what it is. You know, go, respect and props to yeah. my, hey, I, was I, I also want to yeah. ask you about, because uh, should I really be concerned about every, every week we hearing injuries or uh, especially on that front line. I mean, right. people not completing the whole practices throughout the the whole time we having a mandatory uh, and, and show up. And that's um, should kinda... I be concerned about the, the recovery stage of each player? Um, what do you think, Doug? I think that's why I played it earlier today. Look, here's Dennis Allen after practice today. Because, again, no Taysom Hill, no Michael Thomas, no Lattimore. No Washington, no P.J. Williams, no Hanson, no Ruiz, no Taco, no Hurst, no Troutman. Here's what Coach had to say. I mean, honestly, let's let's let the games play out. You know what I mean? Um, Sorry, that's a roster deeper. Um, here it is, team being right. Sorry, yeah, look, that's is. that's part of it. Um, part of it is that is that we are in that that point in camp, and and you do have a lot of little, you know, nicks and bruises and things of that nature that you have to you have to kind of battle through. Um, it's the nature of training camp. It's been that way everywhere I've ever been, and, you know, we're dealing with a little bit of it now. So I, I think it is normal, and, yeah, you know, look, it just 
it's football. I mean, I, I know how else to kind of put it, but yes, I'm with you because that what I, when you read those names, those are guys you sort of need. But I do think what you've seen with this team is be abundantly cautious. Like even with Davenport, he talked about that earlier today. You know, they're just being very slow and cautious. The ramp up. I mean, Jameis Winston, right? He was a throw against the air, then throw against, you know, with your team. Watch the game yesterday, seven on seven. Today he did team, but he didn't do team like two minutes. So he, they're, they're just being careful, I think, with a lot of these guys. And if you have soft tissue, hamstrings, groins like Pete Werner, I, I just think to try to bring him back and he re-hurt it, right? Alante Taylor and Pete Werner right. were on off the side working. Taylor got hurt. He came back for practice, re-hurt it. So I think they're just like, look, these practices matter. They're important. But some of those names, you would rather them be healthy than, than take a rep. I, I think the most of pretty much so the entire we list. Look at the doctor. So we, should we look at the, the doctor no, we picked no, up from I, I, look, Alabama? I think, look, I think I, – I know. I'm not I'm not saying, but, yeah. you know, that's what he's supposed to be working on, the soft tissues and no, making sure I, they I uh, be able to get but back I'll, on the field. I'll say this. Uh, what's his name? Um, you spoke about it. Uh, Ryan Ramchak in Green Bay. Right. He, he actually credited a lot of the things that they're doing now that, that make him feel healthy and things. Look, I, I just think when you play football – Certain things are going to happen to you, you know. I mean, right, right. Look, right. Michael Thomas looked great, was fantastic, and probably in one of those practices stepped a certain way, did something to a hamstring. I mean, you know, it, it just maybe I'm just expected too much because when y'all named that, hey, we got this guy that's going to be working on soft tissues. I'm yeah. saying, okay, maybe we have to hear less injuries, but that's not the case because it's a different way of bringing the players back without bringing them back and then going back out being injured again. Look, I I think you can prevent by being proactive in a lot of different areas, but I do think, West Bank Rick, at the end of the day, you're going to get injured playing sports at any time. I mean, at any time. Correct. So soreness, um, cuts, bruises, I mean, it's just going to happen anytime you do something – uh, like that, so you know, I I think to your point and what you're saying is yes. When you saw a lot of guys taking long to come back or dropping like flies and things like, look, apparently it was a very physical two practice workout. I mean, in one practice, the Saints lost three left tackles. One came back in penning, yeah. wound up playing in the game. So, but you know, Hurst was hurt with a foot, and the other guy literally hurt Sage Dockstader hurt his arm to where he's on IR. So I don't know what they were doing at practice over there, but I don't I don't care what strength and conditioning guy you have. When they go on Cobra Kai on you over there, I mean, I just, it is what it is. Good Christmas. Johnny would have hey, been game ball. Game ball to the special teams, both the kicker and the punter and the punt return. Oh, I like that. Special teams game ball for Must Bank Rick. I like that, man. You have a pat on the back and who needs to have a seat? All right, he dropped off. All right, cool. We'll come back. Rafael Esparza next on ESPN New Orleans.
Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra. Totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade. And we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Start your day the New Orleans way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. A small batch roasted coffee made right in the heart of the Crescent City. From our signature Southern Pecan-flavored coffee to our classic rich dark roast and chicory blend, New Orleans Roast is your everyday, anytime celebration. Pick up a bag or two today. Available at your favorite local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee. A true taste of New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Simply free. Don't those two words go together nicely? Especially when they describe the very best in daily money management. At SL Bank, our Simply Free checking account provides you the tools you need to manage your account and to make life a little easier. Want to know more about Simply Free checking? Just talk with us today at SL Bank. Member FDIC. Is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100. All right, welcome back, Sports Hangover. As always, appreciate the time Mr. Rafael Esparza joins us um, and gives us at VSI Like Sports, the way to follow over on Twitter. Sir, how are you? I am doing well. How about yourself? I can't believe college football next Thursday. <clears throat> Not this Thursday, next Thursday. And on that Thursday, you have three ranked teams playing. You have Wake Forest taking on VMI, Pitt ranked 17 taking on West Virginia, and 12th ranked Oklahoma State taking on Central Michigan. Three ranked teams all on the same night next Thursday. Are you ready for college football? I am. I, I'm more ready for college football than uh, the No Fun League. So uh, I, I'll, I'll watch college football any day of the week than the No Fun League. I'm excited to watch Hawaii Vanderbilt, uh, the late game, and so, uh, Nevada, New Mexico State is also a late game. So there's some good matchups on College Week Zero, which drives me crazy that we have to call it College Week Zero. Why Week Zero? You, you don't like Week Zero? No, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's like putting my hands on a chalkboard. It's just dumb. So next Thursday you have those three ranked teams, and as you're mentioning, week zero this Saturday. You have uh, you have a couple of matchups there. You mentioned a few right there. Um, how good is Nebraska going to be? They're a 13-point favorite against Northwest. We'll get into this a little bit more on Friday, but how good do you think they're going to be this year? I thought they were going to be good last year, and I looked like a doofus. I thought they were going to look good the year after that. I looked like a doofus. I, I am not predicting what Nebraska is going to do because mm-hmm. every year I think they're going to turn things around. 
And every year, I think Nebraska's back in the 1990s where they ruled, and I look like a big a doofus. So I don't know what's going to happen. I, I think this number's way too high for what I've seen in the past with Nebraska. So I would maybe take a shot at Northwestern. Yeah, I mean, 13-point favorites here. So we'll get into, uh, again, the full slate, including Florida State. The team LSU is going to play in two weeks. They will play on Saturday against Mighty du- Duquesne, right? Isn't that how you yes. say that? Okay. We'll Duquesne Dukes. The Duquesne Dukes. There you go. That's probably why they have the giant D there. All right. Um, how excited were you about all of the action that took place this past week in the NFL preseason week number two, including since then quarterbacks being named starters? Baker Mayfield, your new starter over at Carolina, the team announcing today in a little fun video about it here as well. What do, what do you think about Baker and the Panthers? Any change to what win total that may be? No, it didn't shock me. I think we all knew it was going to be Baker when he got traded there. So not, not, nothing big, significant uh, movement on total season wins, divisions, anything like that. Uh, now what we saw coming out of Pittsburgh and Jacksonville, I mean, that could change a lot of stuff when it comes to uh, uh, futures because uh, this rookie is, is turning some heads. He might have to, he might steal it from uh, Trubinsky and uh, Mason. So uh, it, that one has a lot of intrigue. I think I think he was going to be the starting quarterback by week four, week five, anyways. But wow, if he can uh, get the job from week one, uh, that's going to be very interesting. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting here as well is how are you going to approach? I guess the final preseason game. I mean, Arthur Smith of the Falcons last week saying uh, he doesn't understand. He doesn't know what a dress rehearsal is. Who says that? He called it a mythical creature dress rehearsal. Uh, Dennis Allen yesterday. I don't know. We'll figure it out at the end of the week. Do you think now with just three preseason games, do you think teams are, are like, hey, we do need that dress rehearsal? Or I get the sense and feeling, man, that they're almost treating it like just a regular preseason game. Sort of like, man, you got a bump, you got a bruise, you got a paper cut. You're sitting. We'll we'll just uh, with 17 games, almost week one is a way to kind of work out the kinks. Yeah, that's a, for a betting point of view. The last week of preseason is always the least amount of money coming in because everyone's excited for college football week zero, and they're not even looking at preseason football games, dress no. rehearsals, whatever you want to call it. So for for me, this is when teams are trying to make practice squads. Maybe who's going to be the backup quarterback? Uh, if you're going to bet something, bet the Baltimore Ravens. Because what did they do last night? They covered again. They won 22 straight. Pre- if you're going to bet a preseason football game in week three, just bet the Baltimore Ravens. Don't care. Who cares what the Saints are going to do at home against the Chargers? Who cares about tonight's Monday night game? Just bet the Ravens and then get ready for college week zero. <laughs> That is incredible, right? I mean, 20, like, is it a big deal that, that you've won 22 straight? Uh, for the media, it's a big deal. For betting, it's a huge deal. Cause if, <laughs> and I'm shocked that the Arizona money came in late last night. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a play on the game because I, if I had to, I would have probably looked at Arizona. But again, how do you bet against Baltimore? They've won 22 straight preseason games. They're against the spread record. It's crazy. I didn't play it, and I look like, a again, a big doofus because I didn't play it. Anything else stand out to you from uh, preseason week number two? What about Pat Mahomes, ready for an MVP season, 12-19, 162, two touchdowns against those uh, those commanders out of Washington. Uh, do you make anything out of that game? No, I, the only thing that's, that I'm already upset is his brother is already on 
on Instagram and to just tweeting out stuff. I was glad that I didn't get to see the Mahomes brothers on on any social media all summer long. So uh, I still think KC is going to have a tough time. I, you know me. I've already told you my Super Bowl winner is coming staying in L.A. I like the Chargers. So uh, I, I, I hate to be at the game on Friday. It looks like I'm probably going to be at the Saints game on Friday. But I, in my gut, I'll be rooting for the Chargers because they're my Super Bowl pick. I can't root against them. Wow. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead and at him at VSI Doc Sports. All of the fervor, all of the anger. Look, Nick Mullins went to Southern Miss. He had some nice backups and some starts with the 49ers when Garoppolo was injured and such. He got traded today from the Raiders to the Vikings. Now, Minnesota scored just seven points in a loss at home to the 49ers. It, it, is, were they having trouble with their backup there, or could Kirk Cousins – Maybe that not that I I think Mullins is being traded to start, but in case Cousins doesn't play well, you think that's I mean because I think Mullins could start like on a pinch if you need him. I think yeah, Colin Mullen was horrible. His passing rating was like it was my GPA in high right. school. He had a horrible game. I can't, Sean, I can't even think of the other guy. They got that for a backup uh, Cousins, unless now Cousins gets hurt. Then I would not be shocked if Minnesota's calling Jimmy G. Uh, hey, we have good Italian food in Minnesota once yeah, you come there here. Is, but there there, Kelly Munn looked. You think your backup quarterback in the Saints was bad. Kellen Munn is, was, is worse than that. Okay, here we go. Um, you keep saying it. You thought he was going to be a say. You thought he was gonna, um, there's only one preseason game left. Is Jimmy G just going to sit there in San Francisco for me? This is crazy. The guy was the starter last year, and he's just sitting there. Now, I know he got injured, and the shoulder thing might be a reason, but are you surprised he's still on the roster? I am. I thought for sure someone, I thought Seattle uh, was going to take him. Maybe now Minnesota's probably going to be in a mix if they traded for Kellen uh, uh, Munns. I'm totally blown away that that, that Jimmy G is going to – I guess he can make, like, more Subway commercials with Charles Barkley because I think those are funny, but uh, I can't believe week one, week two, probably week three, he's going to be on my couch watching NFL football. Maybe I'll bring him to uh, Caesars with us one day. Wow. Okay, well, we can have a little fun with that here as well. Um, all right, Raphael, let's uh, – the fights. What happened over the weekend, I, I saw – that there was one, I don't know the guy's name, he had a big old bushy red beard and also a gargantuanly closed left eye with a cut above the eyebrow that, I mean, dude, I was like, whoa. I mean, was that was that one of the fights this weekend? There was a lot. Of, there was really, really good fights. Luke Rockwall, Paul Acosta, if you like blood, that was a great fight to watch. Goes a distance, Costa wins, uh, but... Uh, we saw the the pound-for-pound pound champ in UFC, uh, Kamar Usman, uh, get knocked out by a kick with a minute left in the fifth. Now, he was he lost the first round. Uh, I had Edwins winning the first round. And then Usman dominated second, third, fourth, and was probably winning the late fifth round. Wow. He was minus 2,500 live betting going into the fifth round and got caught by the kick in the face with a minute left. He loses his belt. It was just uh, crazy, crazy. Then we saw a great boxing match with some controversy. Anthony Joshua thought he won. They gave it to Usyk. Uh, he calls out uh, the former champ who keeps on retiring, Tyson Fury. We'll see if that happens. But it was a really, really good fight weekend. Now there's no UFC this weekend and really no good boxing. So I'm going to be hungover because I really, really enjoyed 
the blood and guts that I got to see all weekend long. You know, that's nice. Obviously, the action in the ring was news. But, sir, I, I thought what Dana White said afterwards <laughs> was probably the story of the weekend, huh? Did He goes on to tell the story, essentially, that um, Tom Brady was going to go. I mean, Gronk also, like, said it too they, they were they were well, it's, it's ufc 278 with the gronk so it's all of the gronk brothers doing it and he essentially said john gruden decided in the last minute that he didn't want to do it but it was brady and gronkowski to vegas to play with the raiders in 2020 yeah i mean that was one of the, the small destinations that people thought maybe brady would go to but then I heard a lot of grumblings that he didn't want to take his family to Vegas. He's a really family guy. And I tell people, Vegas is fun. Do you want to raise your family in Vegas? That's a big question mark. I always tell people uh, on that one. But it, that did not shock me. Uh, but that's why Gruden's probably not there either. So uh, it didn't. that story didn't shock me. But uh, you know what? They're, they, they're playing with Carr. They got a good right receiver this year. If they could win something in the next couple of right. years, the story would be dead. I think Gronk needs to just write a book, doesn't he? Like, oh yeah, Gronk knows everything that has to do with Tom, and you can you can just think that relationship is so close, man. But hey, it is what it is, I guess. When that happens, when you look at it from that perspective, but it was it was crazy to kind of you know hear that. All right, Falcons and Jets. Thankfully, I'll probably be watching Bluey on my television at that time because no, that's not Bluey again. <laughs> so. um if I happen to turn on Falcons and Jets, what what am I betting on here? The NFC South champions this year. That's Come what you're betting on. They're three and a half point favorites on the road. How bad are the Jets? <laughs> I, I you know I kind of like the Jets tonight too. I'll take the plus three and a half. I, and I know Flacco's probably not going to play that much just because he's probably going to be Week One starter uh, for Week One because I think. Uh, the guy that likes mom's probably not going to be ready oh, uh, with his knee on. injury. But fair. I still think getting that many points, and I'm not sold on Atlanta. Uh, their offense ran, moved the ball pretty well, but their defense still had question marks. I'll take the plus points with the Jets at plus three. I'm a little shocked that it's plus three and a half. I really thought it was going to be like around two Atlanta would be by this kickoff. But way too many points on the road for the Atlanta Falcons. One final NFC thing I want to throw out your way that I, have, I haven't um, brought up yet, even on the show. Shams, Sharania, The Athletic saying that the Grizzlies apparently making little inquiries, the newest team, for Kevin Durant. He also said this morning that Brooklyn's letting everybody know we're keeping Kyrie Irving. How interesting is it that the Nets are deciding to go with Kyrie, who didn't show up and you don't know if he's going to or not, and are are like, all right, let's let who wants Kevin Durant. Like, I just think of the two players. It's odd, isn't it? Yeah, I saw that story. I saw that story expressed. Even though Durant, I mean, Memphis has a young team, that would be that would push them over the hump if they got to, depending on who they have to give give away. But that'd be very interesting if he goes to Memphis. They have a, essentially five first round draft picks, is why they're saying they can, can maybe do that. But that um, they want to keep one or two players out of those plans there as well. I, I just, I guess, I just keep thinking of can Ja and Durant. I wouldn't say coexist, but 
isn't Ja like a guy that kind of needs that ball? You know, and, and I don't know. It's just it's interesting. But I don't think they're doing it for for draft picks, right? I mean, it, no, I, I don't think so either. Bodies, I would think players. I would think they would want either Bain or Jackson Jr. in, in well, that and mix. Both uh, of those are unavailable. Per yeah, Shereen, that's so. what I'm saying. I don't think <laughs> I don't think they do it because of those two not being available. Advocate Knock Sports, the way to give him a follow, Mr. Vegas, as we like to call him, Rafael Esparza, Monday and Fridays, plus that YouTube show, and then he's got other stuff, oh, free videos on Instagram, all that stuff. You got a baseball play today? Uh, I would say take the the, uh, the Cardinals against our Cubs today, yes. but the Cubs have been playing some really, really good baseball. I would go there. I, I think the Minnesota Twins. After two game slump, I think they beat the Minnesota. Or they beat the Texas Rangers. Today. If the Cubbies win tonight, we have to obnoxiously bother Scott. Oh Brent yes, all I agree more. Night long. Couldn't agree more. Thank you, buddy. Take it easy. There he goes. Quick break. We come back. Phone lines are open. Plus, we'll play some that sound. Got the Trevor Pennington ready to go. His thoughts. He had a nice game. Does he get a game ball for Sports Hangover? Yes, Benny Warren. Oh, woman, oh, woman, don't treat me so mean You're the meanest old woman that I've ever seen I guess if you say so I'll have to pack my things and go That's right, hit the road, Jack At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. Thibodeau Regional, again acknowledged for delivering an outstanding patient experience by health grades. While we may be the recipient of the award, our patients are the real winners because you can have confidence in the quality of care you'll receive. Thibodeau Regional Health System, proud to be among the top 10% of hospitals in the nation and the only hospital in Louisiana recognized by health grades for providing an outstanding patient experience 14 years in a row. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. We don't bring the phones in the bed anymore. In, in, the, in the bedroom anymore. We have a little a little bucket, and when you go into our room, like you literally put the phone in the little basket. Well, how do you ignore your family though? What do you mean? How What's do you family? ignore your family if you do, if you put your phone in the bucket? You mean like I'm mom. focused on my family? Oh, oh, I see. Yes, I thought, I'm focused I see. on my actual. I, see. Family. I was wondering how you ignored what? your family if you don't have your phone. Key, Jay, and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop Tarts. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. It's the upper circle family contract phone line 800 991 New Orleans Saints 0 2 in the preseason. They lose at Green Bay 20 to 10. Love to hear your comments on that. Who gets your game ball? Who gets a pat on the back? And who has a seat next to Coach Uncle Earl 
on hold. We'll go to you because you're on the on deck circle. What, what, what do you want, Roy? Roy, thanks for calling the show. <laughs> you know what? I got something for you over here. Here we go. There he is. It's the most action two has been in. There he is. Giving dap to some Raiders. Is that his brother? Is that who he's taking pictures with? Nah. No, that, that's Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, no, that's his cousin, Ashley. Oh, okay. I, I will say this. Either uh, either he's wearing a, a small jersey or he's, he's got he's got a little handles and a little pudgy there, buddy. I'm just I'm just saying to a look uh nah, I'm just nah, I'm just saying kind of, I'm just he, saying he, 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 Hey so so look, so that's that was his cousin and the count if you heard if you watched the game, the commentator couldn't say his whole name. So he kept saying to his cousin the whole the whole game. <laughs> the whole game kept saying to his cousin. Because he couldn't say uh think of our little Amosa who played for who's trying to get spawn the Raiders. Mm, but he did you. pretty good. He's pretty good. Gotcha. So, um, uh, how you feeling right now? I'm feeling fantastic. I mean, I, I, I'm on my foot sore a little bit. Is that what you mean? Are you ask about that? Nah, nah, y'all getting ready for this five and twelve sport. Here we go. So, um, we get preparing y'all. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, just making sure y'all you ready for uh, when Atlanta beat y'all on on the first day, first day of, uh, of the season. What happens when the Patriots beat y'all? That's what I'm really curious about. Really, am curious about that. Like, how are you going to spin that? Are you going to spin it by, well, it's Belichick, no, it's the greatest? Like, no, how are you spinning I'm gonna, that? I'm not going to spin that for one because mm-hmm. Belichick has never beaten two since he's been in the league, number one. Number two is our defense is going is to be a top five defense. We have the same guys who played, been playing together for the last three years. And then um, we have, we just, it's a whole different. It's a whole different coach regime. Mm, we actually have a go. good coach. Okay. We have a very, very good coach. He's got no film on Daniels. That's right. I see what you're saying. I got you. Gotcha. I thought he had no film on, on, on Sean Payne when, when he came to the state. I just thought so, it was interesting. Yeah. Like, two, did Tua play in that game? I thought he played in that game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played, he played, he played like a series of two. Yeah, I was just making sure because I'm seeing the, the first quarter score was 7 nothing. The, the incredible Miami Dolphin offense didn't get a field goal under Tua. It's kind of kind of remarkable, you know, kind of remarkable. No, 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 it wasn't seven nothing. It was actually six to three. I'm looking at it. first three. quarter so, seven nothing against the Raiders. Did so, you play the no, Raiders? It was seven nothing. It was seven nothing. It was seven to three. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, but Tua didn't. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought he was the greatest quarterback to ever wear a Dolphin uniform and not a field goal. Not a field goal. It's, 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 it's on preseason. Man. Oh, there we go. Okay, I, I was making sure. I knew. I knew it was just preseason. But but, and, but why like, is it? But why is it just preseason for you? And I need to be concerned when Andy Dalton didn't even play in that game against Green Bay. Because so because the thing about it is, is that that y'all are. Uh-huh. I mean, y'all got a good y'all got a good defense, but uh-huh. I see and I see Andy Dalton chip y'all started, not James Winston. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Not Winston. Y'all believe in Winston. I don't know why, but not Winston. Right. Well, I guess I, I guess, we'll, we'll, guess we'll find out when the season starts. And so, thank you, Roy. Let me so, everybody else. And we are not cursed. Miami Dolphins is not cursed. <laughs> I really honestly we can't wait. Twenty days. Twenty days from today. Nah, we'll, the guy, tw- nah, twenty days. The guy that called. The guy that called said Miami Dolphins is cursed for going undefeated, but yeah. he forgot we won a Super Bowl the year after. And nah, so we're not cursed. Asterix. Asterix. It is what it is. Uh, 
<laughs> Thank you, Roy. All right. All right. All right Uncle Bye. Earl, how are you today? Thank you for calling the show, sir. What you got for us today? Hey, Goose, happy Monday. How you doing today, brother? Doing well, man. What you got? Hey, do we play Miami this year? I wish we had him on a regular schedule. Kind of wouldn't mind that, you know? but no, no, no. It's it's Cleveland, uh, Cincy, Baltimore. You know that division. Yeah. Hey, hey, Goose, my my game ball man, it, it's going to uh, Lux, man. And, and look, I would sit his ass up, Lux. This mm-hmm. game here, bubble wrap him. Uh, you might Lux. You want, you want to bubble wrap Lutz? Bubble well, wrap Lutz. Well, don't they, even kick. Uh, we've seen enough. You know? They already waved the other kicker, John Parker Romo. So, I mean, you're yeah, get him out. Let, let, like, oh, she, we only got one kick. That's then, it. Uh, uh, That's uh, it. Unless you want to, unless you want to go kick, you want to go kick. <laughs> hey, Goose, I, I would actually give it to him and 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 uh, the the punter man. That that that, that kick was unbelievable. Look, the special teams, is, and we talked about it. Them two guys right there is going to keep us in the game. What our what our top five defense is. Blake Gilligan in, is pretty good. Man, boy, that's some serious weapons. And I, I would get a pat on the back. To uh, you know, I was kind of skeptical with, when the first game and Penning looked like he, he man he's making some some nice strides. And mm-hmm. man, let that kid. I mean, look like he could be. A, he's going to be a baller, man. Hey, Goose. Look real quick. I know you said everybody gets hurt, uh, mm-hmm. and, and of course we do. The thing with with Michael it, it, and coming back from all that, and 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 we were getting juiced up, and he's ready to go, and just even though it's a slight, man, it just it, it makes me nervous. Like, you know, if you plan on that, a hamstring could be a very funny thing. Like, I would if we let him sit for the next twenty, whatever it is, twenty days. Mm-hmm. Now he's going to have to come back and practice a little bit. I mean, how concerned? I mean, how worried are you about like? I see him not even start maybe against the let let's let's let him rest a little bit or you think that will hurt him sitting them I don't know. Hamstrings are funny, Goose. How concerned are y'all with that or are we just not knowing the uh severity of it, you know, like what kind yeah. of grade is it? You know, yeah. is, 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 is it real okay. Oh, I mean, you know, again, we can try to grab you know the way he said it yesterday, I, I don't know. He, here, he, here's Dennis, right? Let's see if he, if you want to let, let's uh, let's dig into it. No, Michael Thomas is dealing with a little bit of a hamstring. Little bit of a hamstring. Little bit of a hamstring is how he said it. Uh, he might have tweaked it. Well, I think it was obviously in the practices because he 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 didn't. You know, there was nothing on Thursday. You know, I, I have a hard time believing he's going to tweak a hamstring in a walkthrough, which was Thursday. He didn't play Friday. <laughs> so unless he hurt the hamstring going up the ramp to the airplane on Saturday, <laughs> then, you know, and then Sunday, that's when he just spoke afterwards. He didn't practice. So it had to have happened Wednesday. And he spoke Wednesday. Remember, we that, that was when I kept playing the sound of him talking about the – you know, how he trusts Dennis Allen and every, that was Wednesday. All that sound you heard on Thursday and Friday from Michael Thomas came after practice Wednesday. If he'd have severely injured that hamstring, I don't know if he's talking afterwards, to be honest with you. He's like, I need treatment. You know, there were no reports that he yeah. walked off the field or anything earlier. Oh, he, he was, was grabbing or he was grabbing. Right. No, like I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we talked to the graph, like there was, Nobody said anything about him coming off the field. So it was probably one of those things where later that day, the next morning, he's like, man, I'm a little, a little sore in the hamstring. It was like, okay, well, we'll rest you. I, I think that's what that was. Bubble wrap. You know? 
But, yeah, uh, no, look, look Bubba, again, Bubba you got a guy that Bubba is looked... wrapped the whole team. You, I'm telling you, Goose, look, I'm telling you right now, the, the Redhead's going to play. The Redhead's going to play a little bit. I don't, th- I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot of. I wouldn't even play Alave. But hey, Goose, real quick, I didn't know if you heard. Tampa, Tampa just lost the Yuccaneers. They just yes. lost another offensive lineman. They did uh, lost a guard. Yeah, and and he's he's gone for the year. Um, now. I mean, what are they down to now, Gus? I mean, that's look. Tom is Tom's great, but I think they're going to be in some serious trouble, man. With so, uh, with the offensive trouble. So Adam Schefter yesterday tweeted kind of the current state of the O line. So we know that center Ryan Jensen's out indefinitely with a knee injury. Guard Aaron Stinney is who you're talking about, out of the yeah. season, torn ACL, MCL, and the left tackle Tristan Wirfs, all pro. He's day-to-day with an oblique strain. That's kind of where they are right now. Now, again, you have 20 days until the opener. Worst should be back. You've lost your starting guard, and Jensen won't be around for a while. I don't know why they're not calling it season-ending, but out indefinitely with a knee injury. I was just about you know, to he's say, he's not going to be there probably gonna... against the Saints. So, more than likely, when the Saints and Bucks play, Tom Brady will have a new center, a new guard, at least, so. But we're gonna we're gonna kill. I'm telling you right now. Any pressure up the middle with Tom? Uh, and look, he's the best ever, Gus. Yeah. He's gonna have some serious problems. Hey, Gus, let's bubble wrap the whole damn team. Get ready for the Falcons. We're gonna whip some butt, some butt, and uh, okay. I, I'm ready for the season, man. I hope you have a wonderful day, and always a pleasure, Gus. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And don't forget, yesterday the Saints announced that quarterback K.J. Costello, running back Divine Azigbo, and kicker John Parker Romo were waived by the team. Again, not at practice today. You saw no Hill, Thomas Lattimore, Washington, Williams, Hanson, Ruiz, Taco, Hurst, and Troutman as they try to get healthy again. Quick break, we come back, we'll join the professor, go over a couple other storylines. Sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120-minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre- and postnatal, post-mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. 
Start the second half of the baseball season the right way and turn K's into cash and big hits into big wins with FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up using promo code PLAY. Place your first bet and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in match bets if you don't win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code PLAY to get started with your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Connecticut, Iowa, Illinois, Louisiana. Permitted parishes only. Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, West Virginia, or Wyoming. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Illinois. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342-1-888-797-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-877-70-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he has no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. The Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line. Just a way to chime into the conversation as the professor rejoins us here again. You know, you heard Uncle Earl there and a couple of the callers here as well are just a little, little nervous about the injuries, the injury list. It, it just... It, it happens. Look, um, the Giants just releasing that one of their promising linebackers, Darian Beavers, tore his ACL during last night's preseason game. He's going to miss the entire season. They were high on him. Uh, one of the top draft picks this season, um, Kayvon Thibodeau, sprained his MCL out three to four weeks is the news today on that. As Mr. Professor, I showed you the video earlier today. Dirty play or not dirty play? From what you saw last night, dirty, dirty play, dirty. Yeah, oh, one hundred percent. He went low. It's like he was aiming for the knee. Completely dirty. Now, I think one of the things that you you look at something like that too is like, you know, you, you see him go low, but look at it. And again, I, I know a lot of that is the slow mo that, that you sort of see it, but somebody was like looking at him, you know, and then he just kind of. I don't know. Do you think some of that is is also on the defensive player too to kind of just scooch over a little bit? I mean, or just I mean, jump over the block, or just I mean, he just kind of stood there waiting, I guess, because the play was moving away from him and didn't think it didn't happen. It actually almost reminded me how Michael Thomas got hurt, if you remember, yeah, you know, two two seasons ago where the play is over and he's just kind of standing there and then he gets rolled up on. Yeah, it does kind of, I mean, I, I, look, I know this is a little different in which you saw the tight end coming in towards him and getting low. The first thing I saw, yes, look, he's clearly aiming for his legs to take you out. I mean, that's, that's what he was doing. I, I just wonder if, I think Thibodeau kind of maybe thought he was just, the play was over, I, I guess, because he didn't move. He just kind of stood there. You know what I mean? He didn't yeah. square towards him. It was just, it was odd. Well, it's one of those things where sometimes your offensive players don't necessarily have the same skills that a defensive player would have as far as being able to pull up and knowing, you know, having awareness of where they're supposed to be going, where they're not supposed to be going with a block or with a hit. And it it looked dirty, but there are a lot of times in football where a play will look dirty. And in earnest, the guy was just really trying to do what he needed to do. And it was just a mistake. So, I mean, it looked dirty to me. I'm going to call it dirty because of how it looked. But 
it, it's just it, it's a bad it's bad all the way around because the result either way whether it was dirty or not still very is it's sad to hear yeah no doubt um but again if there's a silver lining he's only out there to four weeks for one of the top um picks so let's see how about this one of the things that I saw today that was interesting that comes out of practice today here. Kirk Merritt afterwards was talking about how the coaches approached him over the weekend about switching to running back. And again, he had that return, those those pair returns that really, I guess, stood out. Again, he had no catches, right? I mean, like you're yeah. thinking at the end of the game, he was a guy that stood out, yet he was a receiver with no catches. And I, I do find it interesting that the coaching staff came to him and said, hey, look, what about running back? <laughs> They're trying to find a spot for him. You know, Tony Jones Jr. on special teams stood out um, in the running back room, and now they're trying to find that. I mean, some some people kind of think maybe it's because Deshaun Dixon playing well there as well too, but I guess it goes to what we're saying. Just look at that receiving room, and I, I don't know where the roster spots are, are, are going to come from, but I think it's a good thing, I think, if I'm Merritt, that the staff is – Asking me to go to running back, or, or do I say, well, look, I kind of want to try to make this, or do you care at this point? You just make it however they want to use you. Well, you know, in college, they'll have a position called athlete. You know, in lower level sports, they'll call it athlete, where it's just a guy who can basically play anywhere. Taysom Hill plays 15 different positions. So you have guys in the NFL and guys in football in general that can play anywhere on the field. But that's a testament to, like you said, the coaching staff wants to find a spot for this guy. The coaching staff sees the potential and says, hey, maybe it doesn't work out at this position, but maybe you could play over here. You know, wide receiver is working out. What about running back? Oh, you know, sometimes guys get moved from wide receiver to DB. You know, you can't catch the ball. How about you just knock it away? It's, It's a thing that happens in football on a regular basis. So it just tells you that the coaching staff sees the potential and wants to find a spot. One of the things I want to touch on as well here, a couple of the top stories, I mentioned it to Raphael a bit, Grizzlies making some new inquiries for Kevin Durant, perhaps, per Sham Sharania of the Athletic. They have five first-round picks, but they're saying they don't want to make, you know, some of those players on the roster available here as well. Are you, are you surprised, though, that the Nets apparently have told Shams, or Rather, he's finding out they're telling teams, we're keeping Kyrie. Like, of the two players, which of those two, to me, I'm the organization, I'm like, dude, come back. You know, like, we'll do whatever you want. I don't know if it'd be Kyrie, you. It is insane to me that out of Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they want to keep Kyrie. I mean, let's... Credit where credit is due. Kyrie Irving may be the best ball handler in the league. He is a dynamic basketball player. Without question, he's one of the top basketball, he's one of the top guys in the NBA. Without question. Kevin Durant is arguably the best player on the planet right now. And they're basically saying, we'd rather have this guy, the guy who thinks the earth is flat, than (laughs) Kevin Durant. Yeah. One of the best, possibly the best player in the world right now. It's, Crazy me. What's even crazier is that the Grizzlies are saying, "Yeah, we're open to a trade, but this Bane guy, we got to keep." Him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, right. You can't if, if we we can't. I mean, getting Kevin Durant would be great, but this Bane guy, Desmond we got to keep him. 
Well, first this, off, the guy has the perfect last name for the body that he looks like. I, I remember texting um some of the guys. We have a group chat, obviously, the people that do Pell stuff. And I'm like, I mean, that dude's a monster. That guy looks like an NFL tight end, although you realize, like, these guys are taller than NFL players that are out there as well. But, yeah, per Shams, four hours ago, the Grizzlies have five first-round picks to theoretically utilize in a Durant trade. But sources say they will not make Jaron Jackson Jr. or Desmond Bain available. That's, here's, the, here's the problem with, with Brooklyn. Well, what it is that they want? I don't think teams are going to give that to those two guys. I just... You know, they're not going to be like, here, take whatever you want, because then you make your team weaker anyway. But, look, Shamit Dua had this tweet that I wanted to pass along to you that I think is interesting. He, he can't wait, by the way, for the new Pell season to start. He said, man, the last time Zion played NBA ball, Eric Bledsoe was the starting guard. Steven Adams was at center. James Johnson was the best wing defender on the team. <laughs> Can the season get here already? It is going to be a substantially upgraded team surrounding Zion when, when he steps onto the court on October 4th. I'm just saying, I mean, it is, it is a, it is a drastically different Very much team, so. You know? Yeah. You got to give credit to the front office because one thing that they've done is they've built around Zion without Zion actually being there. They've put a team in place that he can fit into, and it is markedly better than the team that he was surrounded by the last time he was actually on the court, which is probably one of the reasons why he was so willing to buy in to what the New Orleans Pelicans are trying to do because he's seen, he sees the vision, Gus. He sees what the Pels are trying to do, and he's bought into it, which is great for fans because they get to see Zion energized, ready to go, and back on the court with the team that can make a push in the Western Conference, and that is extremely important for just the future of this franchise, the future of Zion Williamson being a part of it. Yeah, look, like I said, that's why I'm kind of excited about it here as well. I think you're deeper. Like, you legitimately have guys coming off the bench that, um, you know, started or or saw action and, and had roles on this team. And you have four players that were part of the starting unit last year that, that got this team into the postseason. And you're you're adding the number one pick overall. <laughs> so, so I, it's, yeah. You know, I get it, but I, it, it, it's nuts because literally, what was it last Wednesday? I'm sitting there going, "Oh man, that's a tough schedule." You know, <laughs> so I, I let's just let's just see what happens. Get on the court and play ball, right? I mean, right? Because again. It's an opportunity to prove yourself against the toughest competition that the Western Conference has to offer. You want to let the people know. You want to let the world know that the Pelicans are not were not just a fluke playoff team last year. They are a legitimate threat to actually make a push in the Western Conference this year. You want to do it against the top guys. You don't want to just stack your your, your you don't want to just stack your record against tomato cans. Mm-hmm. You want to go out there and beat the best of the best. And the way that 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 schedule is set up at the beginning. They're playing against the best of the best, so they're going to get their shot. Yeah, no doubt. Well, we'll see what uh what happens here. Not that much more time, but it is interesting. I, we were starting a brand new week with another Kevin Durant rumor or trade or not, but it is again that that's different to me. The Nets. Hey, we'll we'll keep Kyrie Irving. We'll keep fielding phone calls for Kevin Durant of the two players. That's strange because one did want to show up for you. You know, at least the other one did. 
That's just weird for me. But anyway, thank you, Mr. Professor. We'll chat with you again when it's time for Shot of the Day. Yes, sir. All right. When we come back, hour number three, 2.30, John Hendricks is at practice today. We'll chat with him at 2 for D. Marlon in favor. Right? John Emery suspended. Looks like the first two games of the season. Starting quarterback for LSU. All of that and more. Plus, your phone calls on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic phone line, 800-998-1003. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I can't say baby, well, I'm here.